0: Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley, a podcast about making things up and making things happen. We talk to a different creative person every week about how they do their thing. And this week, I'm very excited. I have costume designer Daniel Orlandi on the show. He uh, was recently nominated for a Costumers Guild Award for the TV movie The Normal Heart. And he's worked on a slew of other movies. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. Um... I would love it if you went to dennisanyone.net. You can do so many fun things there. You can uh, subscribe to my monthly newsletter. You can uh, donate to our tip jar. It helps me keep the podcast free and pay for expenses. Uh, You can also take my audience poll, and you can also see pictures that I take at different uh, interviews, things that we talk about in the podcast. They're all there if you just go under the podcast um, button and scroll down. All right, back to Daniel Orlandi. I met him years ago playing volleyball with this group of guys we used to play on Saturdays in the 90s. And since then, he has blown up as a costume designer. He's worked on movies like Flawless and Meet the Parents and Down with Love and The Alamo, Cinderella Man. A lot of movies with Ron Howard, Frost Nixon, Angels and Demons. He did The Blind Side, Game Change, the Sarah Palin TV movie, Saving Mr. Banks just last year with Emma Thompson and Tom Hanks. And The Normal Heart, most recently. And he just got back from filming Jurassic World in Hawaii. So there's lots to discuss. Please enjoy Daniel Orlandi. Hi there, I am here in the West Hollywood home of Daniel Orlandi, costume designer extraordinaire. He's worked on all kinds of films, like Saving Mr. Banks, and he's going to work on Jurassic World, is that right? Finished. Finished. Done. In the the can. I love it. And a lot of films for Ron Howard, Frost Nixon, Angels and Demons, Da Vinci Code, Cinderella Man, just a ton of credits. And you are up for a big award, um, the Costume Designers Guild Award for your work on The Normal Heart, the TV movie. That's so exciting. When are the awards? Uh, the awards are on the 17th, I think, a, a Tuesday night. They get a
1: special discount at the uh, 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 Beverly Hilton yes. on a weeknight.
0: <laughs> So they can, have a, they can have a fun little party in there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. It's, it's always fun. Now, what's it like to go to an awards show for costume designers where everybody's job is what they wear? Like, what do you wear to an awards show like that? Uh, you'd
1: be surprised at how uh, sometimes badly dressed people are. Uh, <laughs> but, it's not
0: only uh, costume designers, so there's lots of other people there. But it's, like, it's also true that a lot of times people that work in fashion or costumes, if that's their job... In life, they're very simple. Absolutely, they're sort of like Tom Ford's always wearing the same thing, and um, so they're not. You know, all the flair goes into the work. Maybe that's something that's yeah, coming definitely, on there. definitely. I, you know, we always make fun of hairdressers; always have the ha- the worst hair. Yeah, uh,
1: you know, it's the it's the old adage of the shoemakers. You know, children have no shoes. Right.
0: Now, are you? Is your category all TV movies, or is it all uh, TV, TV movies miniseries? or mini miniseries. Okay. TV
1: movie or miniseries. So I'm happy to be nominated. Um, uh, yeah, it was kind of a thrill because you know the major goal of the normal heart costumes were for them not to get in the way of the story. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted them to feel organic and real.
0: Yes, I thought that movie was so wonderful, and I want to I want to talk about that. When um, when you got that job, how do you how do you go in and get a job like that? Do you, well, it...
1: here, it's never happened before. I heard that HBO was making this movie of the normal heart. Right. I had seen the off-Broadway play at the public theater uh, and was so blown away by it that I went back the next night and somehow somebody had an extra ticket and I bought it from them out front. Wow. Uh, so when I heard that they were making it, I was so excited to see it. Yeah. And Ryan Murphy's regular costume designer, Lou Eric, who does all of his shows, called me and said, There's no way I can do it. I'm too busy with um,
0: American Horror Story, American Glee, horror story and, else. and
1: Glee. There's no way that I can fit it in. Would you be interested? I'm like, Are you kidding? Yes, of course I would be interested. How can you not do this? And yeah. she's like, I can't. Uh, and the next day I had the job.
0: Wow, so did you go in and interview her? They...
1: I went in, the, I mean, literally, I got off the phone with her, and 10 minutes later, I had a call to come and meet Brian Murphy the next morning.
0: Wow. I met him, and I got hired on the spot, only because of Lou. That's amazing. Yeah. So you didn't have to go in there and really sell yourself and have sketches? I, and no, this is, no, no, not
1: at all. I showed my book. We talked about stuff. Uh, we talked about the... Sh- the um, the, the movie and uh, how much it meant to me yeah. uh, seeing that play and actually the funny thing was I had when I first moved to Los Angeles in the early 80s my uh, one of my roommates his father was a bookbinder and he bound all of my early 80s GQs and oh, different wow. magazines so I brought two of the bound years and I said it just so happens
0: I have these and Ryan was fascinated by Oh that. I'm sure so you have that reference, Why, how did he know to do that? Because for you, that's an incredible tool to have. I don't know.
1: He just did it one day, because I think they were sitting around the apartment, yeah. and he was sick of them.
0: So he sent them to his dad, and his dad bound them.
1: Yeah, and now
0: whenever you need to work in that period, when it's yes. appropriate, Which, you have and that. And how
1: often do you work in the early 80s? Yeah. You know? That's amazing. So it was a great starting off point. And the funny thing is that Matt Bomer and Mark Ruffalo are wearing my old jeans, Literally in were a, the show? Were
0: in my garage. Oh, my God. Well, and my belts. You can say that Matt Bomer got in your
1: pants. I know, and I'm like, Matt, <laughs> you look so much better in those jeans than I ever did. But you, So you save them. I never save anything. I just happened to have this box of jeans because someone said, oh, you should never, you know, throw away Levi's. Yeah. And my old Levi's 501s that I didn't fit into anymore just happened to fit Mark and...
0: Matt, Matt, two different pairs. They both got Yeah.
1: Um Mark got the black ones and the cords and uh and uh and Matt got the yeah. Matt got the real jeans. Yeah and Mark got
0: the black jeans. Sure. Now or were they a little bit flary? Like are they? No no no, it's five oh ones. Yeah so it's strictly just five oh ones right from that every, time. with that higher waist. Wow one. And then you get to do the Fire Island swimwear and the, the short Fire shorts. Island,
1: finding enough Speedos to go around. Yes. The extras.
0: Also, the hard part was
1: forecasting to find enough non-tattooed boys. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it was. I think that was really a hard thing for them to come up with. But they did. They did an amazing job because there's not enough time to cover tattoos when
0: you're in a Speedo. Yeah, and also there's and going the 50 water. of them. 50, yeah there's two hundred holy holy smoke that's really interesting because all the all the gay boys today have tattoos, yeah wow, yeah. where and then that right hair and having the right hair yeah oh, what was it like to tell that story and was it emotional would, would it, you, would it so, sneak up on you it was so emotional, I think for
1: everybody involved, uh there were so many in t- fittings where you'd have tears, you yeah' might be fitting. Well, especially if we just talk about a scene, I'm like, oh, this is the scene. You know, at the end of the movie, he's wearing uh, Matt Bomer's jacket when he goes to uh, Yale, yeah. and I, I put the jacket. on I said, oh, why should I wear this? I said, because this is this is Felix's coat, and he just burst into tears. Oh my God! It was yeah, it was so emotional for everybody. And to be was you know, that was that your you know? idea? Was that m- it was sort was of Mark's- my idea? I thought you know, no one's ever going to notice it. Uh, wow what did I Ryan think of give. that because
0: it's sort of I don't genius. think Ryan even knew wow in other words Felix has and somehow yeah. and he goes to Yale and he was Mark's character to... ended up with the jacket yeah and he, well because they were living together yeah. and It's the coat his his toggle coat and I just thought oh that's such a nice thing for him to wear yeah and when you explain that to Mark, he started crying. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was so sweet. I mean, i never worked with a sweeter bunch. Well, I've worked with a lot of really great actors yeah. and sweet
0: actors. But it was everybody was so committed. Wow. And then, what was it like when you rapped? Or what was the most intense emotional scene? Well, the day the that everyone was in Well, melt? you know,
1: the second part, you know, we shut down for a few months while Matt Bomer lost all the weight. Of course. And came back in the winter to get the winter. And some yeah. of, I mean, when I first saw...
0: What was it like to do that, those fittings when he came back? when
1: I first saw him i was I sort of had to leave the room, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll be right back, and I just had to you know contain myself because he you know looked so thin, yeah, I mean that was some commitment, holy smoke, that's crazy, yeah yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And so what what scenes were sort of the real, Well, like, all of those scenes, the, you know, when yeah. they're getting married in bed, everybody yeah. was in tears. Yeah. Uh, one of the most intense scenes to watch was uh, Joe Mantello's... Uh, the big monologue. ...breakdowns mom. that he did unbelievably, because he did it, you know, 25 times. Oh, my God. And I... Sort of, he did it the first time, and I ran out of that little room. And I was came it back. one of those? Sh- it sounds like everyone's leaving the room all the time to go have a moment. It was. It was really hard, and I felt so privileged to be a part of it. And it was. I think it was really cathartic for me. Yeah, I thought about a lot of people that I knew, mentors, and friends, and colleagues uh, every night walking home from work. Where were you living when AIDS hit? I, uh, I had just moved to Los Angeles yeah, uh, and I was working and, uh, at Bob Mackey's studio and... Which uh, we're going to
0: get to. That's amazing. Uh,
1: and, and it started to happen and nobody knew what it was and it was a little scary. I mean, I remember going to the first AIDS benefit. I think it was before it was called AIDS and it was
0: Joan Rivers did it. Wow, that's amazing. At the back lot. Joan you know, Rivers. I have a whole history. And Andrea
1: Marcovici. Work...
0: Wow, that's amazing. Joan Rivers at the back lot doing with the first... Andrea Marcovici. Yeah. I mean, before it was called AIDS. Yeah, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Now, did you meet Larry Kramer? Was
1: he around? Uh, yes, I had to I had to go. We had some questions about a character. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan sent me to his house, uh, to his apartment, and I got to sit there with him and he's quite a character. Yes. He really wanted me to bring the script because he hadn't seen the latest draft yet. And I'm he sure was, he had... <laughs> and he, he was, was like, you're like, this is a meeting too. Like, oh, no. Oh no, no. no. get in trouble with Ryan. Yeah. But Ryan sent me theirs and it was great. And he came to the set uh, and he came to the set and I, you know, he was a good friend of Joe Mantello's because yeah. Joe Mantello had been in The Revival. Yeah. And uh, so he knew a lot of the guys and I think... Uh, I think Mark
0: Ruffalo had spent a lot of time with him. So when you went there to ask him questions, it was like, would this person have worn this? Was yeah, that, was that there was fight? a
1: character, a minor character that um, Ryan said, go, go talk to him. Uh, you should do what Larry says this guy dressed like, because he wore funny uniforms. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, Larry gave me the whole rundown on him, and then a bunch of the other
0: characters wow. as well. So when you get a job, what, any job, you get the job, what's the first thing you start doing? Uh, reading
1: the script, okay. of course, you know, you usually read the script before and then thinking about what the characters, where they come from. I mean, our job is to set the time and the place and the character,
0: so. uh, So you start thinking about where this... Okay, this person is from the Midwest, therefore they might da-da-da-da. Yeah,
1: Yeah. we're almost like psychologists when you're figuring out a character. And then working with the actor, which is the really fun part. It's like figuring out a character. Are they sloppy? Are they neat? Are they in style? Are they out of style? Are their shoes worn? Do they wear... You know, uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful... And especially when you work with a real actor and you can make even the most mundane character seem...
0: Yeah, really interesting. Well, I, I've talked to a lot of actors, and a number of them have said, you know, once I put on that outfit or once I put on those shoes, I knew who this person wow. was. So to be that integral to how they find that person, has there ever been an actor that said, "Hey, I think I would, I would do this." and It was kind of an offbeat choice, and yet it ended up being sort of brilliant. It oh, probably yeah. happens, it happens all the time. All
1: the time, and it happens sometimes the least likely spot. I mean, there are a million examples. We,
0: can you uh, think of some that uh, you've yeah, experienced? You know,
1: what doing, um, uh, doing the blind side with Sandra Bullock. Yes. We wanted everything to be exactly like the real Leanne Tui. So we got a lot of those kind of clothes and there were sort of bright, happy colors. And yes, pants, and they just, it just didn't work. And then the minute we took all the color away, uh, it worked. All of a sudden the character came alive. So she wears no color. She's only in beiges and white and navy blue. That's so interesting. And how do
0: you know it doesn't work? You know just looking you just, at them? Yeah,
1: it doesn't feel right. It yes. just
0: didn't, it felt vulgar. Right. It felt a little vulgar. Well, also, she's blonde for that movie, yes. too. So we're already, as an audience, going, yes. okay, she's blonde. Yeah. And, yeah, so maybe that has something to do with it. But did, did Sandra go, yeah, this doesn't feel right? You yeah, no, haven't done it together. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it
1: was funny. So then we pulled out the white clothes, and it's like, oh, this, oh, it's it's the color that's throwing us. Right. So it's a really great, I love doing that. I don't like to present, even if I'm doing a period movie, present like a sketch of what the actor is going to wear. I like it to happen much more organically. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't done one of those superhero movies where it's all sort of designed, and then you just... Would you like to? Uh, I guess...
0: Yeah, I guess they're sexy sometimes. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and it's 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 interesting. Yeah, Um, you know the the best part about my job is I go into a different world every movie, and you learn you a, a subject that seems completely uninteresting becomes all consuming. Yeah, and you know we when we did Angels and Demons, I mean the. Prop master and I learned everything about Catholic ritual, and we made, recreated the Vatican. I mean, I made two hundred cardinals and wow. all this stuff, and the and the uh, uh, the Swiss Guard, and we had to learn every little thing. How do you lock up the conclave? And yeah, it just became fantastically fun and interesting but now I, you know, six months later I couldn't tell you any of it because right. I but it all
0: in that moment you're immersed, you're immersed, immersed yeah. in it, you know, with these reams of books so when you, okay, so you start to do the research on the period yes. and things like that, is it yes. a thing that you and do the on character. the internet, or is it like do you have books, do you have
1: read- uh, where- both, yeah. I have uh, inspira- a lot of inspiration books, a lot of old art books, Yeah, uh, but now you know, the internet has changed your. Change, yeah, the way we can do things. It's so easy, you know. And I've done a lot of movies about real people, yeah. So I, I love doing the research on the real people. So when you when going then back, you have the... a, then you have a uh, then you have a real. I feel a real responsibility to be to know as much as possible about. That right. character or that person, because it's, you know, it is their
0: legacy in some way. Yeah, it's how the world's gonna see them, especially yeah. with something like The Blind Side that was such a monster hit. Yeah. Was she around Leanne? She came to the set, not
1: till the very end. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing was when we did Saving Mr. Banks with the same director, Yes. Uh, she came and was in, in Disneyland as one of the autograph seekers to Walt Disney. Oh, Leanne Toohey was? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's amazing. She came and did it.
0: She's like, oh, John is insisting because yeah. I was good luck on the last one. So. Oh, that's, and you, yeah. And it was another, another winner. Um, John, It's John Lee Hancock. Yes. Right? He makes beautiful movies. Yeah. And he's the most lovely guy. That's awesome. Now, when you're in a fitting with an actor, I would think that's a very vulnerable place for them. I mean, I, get to, I, I would think that that relationship, that moment, it's like, I, I just know if I'm trying on clothes myself somewhere and they're going to be up on a screen, that must be a very intimate kind of relationship. I'm very protective of yeah. my actors. Uh,
1: I love actors. And I love, I want them, I never want to force them to do something because you can talk somebody into something in a fitting, yeah. but then when they have to wear it for six weeks, yeah. Uh, I really don't want to have to convince them every day.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, so I feel, I really want them to feel comfortable in everything that they have on from every, and I listen to any of their requests. I mean, we can discuss it and say, I think that that might not be a good idea right. for a certain reason, but.
0: But it's their character. Right. And you, and, and sometimes. Some of these movies, like I saw you did, phone booth with Colin Farrell. He's probably in the same thing the whole movie, the right? Whole movie. So he, we all better like what he's wearing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that was great, and Joel Schumacher was so great to work with because he was a costume designer.
0: Yeah, and he, he, you worked with him a few times. A few times, yeah, flawless, flawless. Which was an
1: amazing experience to work with Philip Seymour Hoffman yes. and Robert De Niro, and putting Philip Seymour Hoffman in a dress, and he. Is about as far from a guy that would wear a dress as In you could get. The first fitting, I think he almost had a panic attack. What What do you remember about him? Uh, I thought that he and Robert De Niro worked so well together because they worked the same way. Mm-hmm. They were, they, you know, Robert De Niro is meticulous about his costumes. Yeah, he will fit for twenty five hours. Interesting to find the right thing, and you can try something on. And you'll have like a group of that kind of thing. And it'll, you'll put the first one on. It's like, no, that's not right. And we'll say, oh, well, maybe these then aren't right. No, no, let's just go through them all.
0: Yeah. So he's into it. He's, he's got a lot of patience Because he, he's, he's not a, a very patient interview subject. You uh-huh. know, journalists will tell you. But when it comes to that stuff, yeah, he's in there. He's yeah. there until you get it right. Yeah. We,
1: you know, on uh, Flawless, we brought about four racks of clothes into his office to do his first bidding. And they sat there for the week because
0: we would go back every day and continue. Yeah. When you, when you have options, you want to yeah. have options, yes. is there sort of a, a line where you're like, okay, that's too many. If you oh, have too yeah. many...
1: You don't want to overwhelm your actor ever.
0: There's like I, a sweet spot, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, I usually have the things that I like. Yeah. And then you might have some more stuff that in case yeah. you're on the wrong
0: track. Has there ever been a situation where you can't solve what you need and then the most random, th- the, the most quick fix, random thing, oh, I have something in my trunk? or Do you oh, know what I mean true. where you like, run out Does somebody oh, has something absolutely. at home? That and,
1: happens on the set sometimes.
0: Yeah. Somebody will be,
1: you know, oh, my God, we need this. And I'll be like, oh, what? Oh, that extra.
0: We're gonna grab that thing off that extra. You've done that before. Yeah, absolutely. Was it their own clothing? Yeah, sometimes. And sometimes you're like, we'll throw a little, we'll, we'll uh, throw throw in a little extra or something for that. Yeah. You've literally taken clothes off an extra that they wore in with, so that they absolutely. can be in the movie. I know costume designers that have, you know, bought stuff off people on the street. Yeah. Walking by. Now, when you're the head costume designer on a big budget movie like yes. Saving Mr. Banks, yes. or or uh, Angels and Demons. How many people are working in your department? Uh, well, Saving Mr. Banks was really a small budget movie. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't
1: have very many people. Uh, Angels and Demons was a huge budget movie where we had, you know, 800 extras every day. Yeah.
0: So You know, all in costume. So what's the biggest uh, costume department you've, you've led? Uh, well, I guess the Alamo. Yeah.
1: Because literally for months at a time we were dressing... 800 to 1,000 people every single day Yeah, in miles away
0: from each other. And how many, so how many people would be on your staff? I bet we had 25. Wow. And the Alamo, was that a miniseries or a movie? It was was a movie. movie. Yeah. My first time working with John Lee
1: Hancock. Oh, wow. Uh, And it was, you know, grueling. It was so hard. Yeah. Uh, But I'm Facebook friends with every (laughs) reenactor Are you? Uh-huh.
0: They're all the all the all the Alamo reenactors. Yeah. They, were they people that do that now for
1: uh, real? They are very into it. I mean, they wore our costume and yeah. uh but, but they those had, people came every day for months. There was this they were sort sort of people that were just into the Oh the yeah, Alamo. their great grandfather had been at the Alamo. Oh wow. Uh, and we had this one guy, I was like, well, like, who's that? And they're like, Oh, he's a Calvin Klein model. <laughs> he decided to take Four months off and spend it with his dad coming to the set and riding horses every day.
0: And being part of the Alamo. And being
1: part of the Alamo. Wow. Could you tell he was a Calvin Klein model? Yeah, he was, like, really handsome. <laughs> really we're going to put him in the front. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of costumes. Well, actually, he was an expert horse yeah. horseman. So yeah. they used him constantly. So we were always redressing him.
0: Yeah. Actors are really beautiful and sexy and charismatic. And actresses. I just found, like, making, like, short films and stuff, I kind of get crushes on them. And I kind of fall, I get oh, yeah. enamored and kind of fall in love with them in a way. Absolutely. Is that something you ever experience? I fall in love with them
1: all the time.
0: Really? Yes. Why?
1: Uh, just because you, you are there when they're the most vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, you know, in that first fitting. And sometimes you're the first person that they meet on the movie. Yeah. You know, coming for the fitting or I call them and, you know, talk about their character. Yeah. Uh, They might have met the director, you know, in an audition. And then all of a sudden I'm with them. And, you know, I've
0: worked with a lot of very attractive actors. Was there one that just like, he's so much, he's handsome on screen, but in person.
1: Well, uh, you know, (laughs) my favorites, Ewan McGregor is the most charming man alive. Yeah. As is Colin Farrell. Yeah. Uh, and I love so that Colin Farrell. I love them both, actually. And they are the sweetest, most polite, most well-brought-up, fantastic people to be around.
0: And I bet they're a blast at the rap party.
1: They're a blast all the time. Every day, They, you know, Ewan McGregor would come on the set and everybody would smile. Yeah. And he was flirty and fun. Yeah. But when his wife walked on the set, his eyes really lit up. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, and he's completely in love with his wife.
0: And he, you worked with him on Down With Love. Yes. With and Renee Zellweger. With Renee
1: Zellweger, who is the most incredible person I've ever worked with. I've, really? I've, I've never worked with a kinder, more prepared uh, actress. And then we did, I did Cinderella Man with her, too. Yes. Uh, I love her so much as a person and as an actress. I mean, she has that speech in Down With Love that goes on for 10 pages. Yeah. And she did it perfectly the first time and every time.
0: Every was that time. fun to design? Because it's it a little was... different. It's like a Rock Hudson Doris Day movie. Yeah. Those was that are the heaven? first movies I ever saw as a kid
1: and I loved them so much uh, that, yeah, working on that was so much fun because the actors were so much fun. They were so into it. Yeah. And we shot it like an old-fashioned movie. No one had trailers. They all had little dressing rooms down the hall from each other. So Ewan was always playing his guitar and um, it was fantastic.
0: So when you're the costume designer on a movie, you're there till they wrap.
1: I am. Yeah. I'm very hands-on. Yeah. I relinquish almost no control.
0: Yeah. And when they're shooting, are you looking at the monitor for like, is the the shirt doing something weird?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, their tie's crooked. Yeah guns, yeah, yeah, so you can go in there Yeah, and you can touch them, because I know there's rules about who can... I can touch them. Costume yeah. design would be... A, everybody can touch...
1: Every,
0: know, everybody place. touches everybody.
1: <laughs> in a very professional way. Yeah.
0: I thought of you when I was... I went to Toronto and we went to the Bowery area where they... Sh- and they said, oh, this is where they shot Cinderella Man. Oh, uh-huh. And it's this cool funky, like... Oh, yeah, isn't it fabulous? great? Fabulous. And yeah. now it's like a shopping area, and yeah. I was like... This is so cool. They took that old sort of industrial area yeah, and turned it, made it into it this it look like New Jersey. It's amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Loved
1: it, yeah. loved it. Uh that was an incredible movie to work on and that was a... you know Russell Crowe worked so hard on that movie, Boxing and Boxing and Yes. Boxing and boxing. And more. He's intense. It, yeah, but it was a great experience. Yeah. for sure. And the, and and you know another real character. Now where where's the
0: most Exotic place you've gotten to go for your job. Uh, last... Year before last, I went to Morocco to do a TV pilot. Is it the Tyrant one? Yeah.
1: Yeah, was that incredible? It was so much fun. And I well, was like, I couldn't believe that they hired me. Because it Because it was a completely British crew, British director. There was an American line producer and me.
0: Yeah, and everything else was British. Yeah. How did that
1: happen? I have no idea. I got a call and said, would you like to do a Skype interview with this director who's doing this pilot in Morocco. I'm like, oh, I'd love to go to Morocco. Yeah. Uh, but when you, once doing, you're there, are you able to get everything you need? Well, and we, was uh, it kind of like, very, oh, shit. I was very... No, you can't get anything. Yeah, uh, We were very lucky in that I got to fit uh, several of the principals here. Okay. Uh, but then they cast, like, the American woman, and we're in Morocco, and there's a mall in Casablanca, but it's...
0: Mm-hmm. But it's a, a mall strong, in Casablanca.
1: It's but it's a big mall, and it looks just like a mall. Yeah. Except that you go in the store, and there's like there was a dress at the um, at the Ralph Lauren store, but they couldn't sell it to me because they lost the price tag. They would. Re- they refused to sell it to you. They they're like we don't know how to sell it, so they were waiting for somebody to get back to them about (laughs) how much it costs and it's you know a three hour drive to this mall
0: oh my goodness did you
1: end up getting it yes and then we had to send somebody like to drive three hours there and drive three hours back and pay for it
0: oh my gosh so it was crazy. crazy and they have a gap but um they couldn't get the gate opened. <laughs> so, it was so you must have been—you must have been, must, never, must yeah. have been like a, a thirsty man in the desert, and you go, and there's the mall, and it's like what, like yeah, water, and it, and it looks like the
1: most fabulous mall, and there's a Gucci and a Prada, but they don't have any merchandise, <laughs> and then you can't get the gate up, and there's no price tag. It was like a comedy of errors almost. It was—it was hilarious, <laughs> and there's two. There are two Starbucks in Morocco, and they're both in that mall. Wow! Did you? Enjoy one. I did not, but I had a, they had a pink berry and I had a pink
0: berry. That's good. That's so good to have a pink berry. I was in Dubai Uh and I was in one of their big crazy malls. They still have borders, books and music. Uh Wow. Nobody else does. They still have Virgin Megastore. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's where they went. If you if you miss them, you can go isn't there. Funny, yeah. You
1: could I could take a picture in that mall, and you would just think I was anywhere except yeah, to, you know.
0: Except they won't <laughs> sell you anything. That's so crazy. But We did get a lot of stuff. There, yeah. So now, when you do a TV series, like I noticed you I worked did on the pilot. Uh, you you work on Silicon Valley. Yes. Do were you on there for the whole run or okay. just for the?
1: I did the pilot, which then I went to do. Um, uh, the Normal Heart. Okay. And it got picked up, and they. the And then I had already gotten the pilot to Tyrant, and the HBO people said, Oh, we got picked up. We really want you to do the show. Uh, and I said, But you know, I have to come back to do Normal Heart part two. And they're like, Oh, no, it'll work out fine. And it, it couldn't. So I came back from uh, Morocco and I started the series of. Uh, Silicon Valley, and then handed it over to someone else. Yeah, uh, and I got closets for all of the principal characters, and those guys were—I love those guys so much. They're all fun those actors, so fun,
0: so smart. Yeah. So when you mean got closets for them, that means if it's a series, you create a wardrobe for them. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's like a closet,
0: like yeah. you'd go in every day, and then the, the
1: costume designer who happened to be my friend, and uh, you know, there was like, oh, there's you know, ten. So you sort of you sort of set them up for the the season. Yeah, the yeah but then there's
0: always specialty things sure. and players and yeah, but that's cool. That's a way. Of, yeah. that's a way of sort of starting something and and, and leaving your mark so it, it continues in a way. But but yeah. then going off to I do would something have stayed else. Staying
1: on that show it was really fun.
0: Yeah, uh, really fun. Yeah. Oh, Julia Roberts,
1: you worked with. Yes, in Normal first Time*. Yes,
0: uh, amazing. And she was sort of playing not a glamorous character not at all. at all. And it's not like you get to play dress up with Julia Roberts so much. Yeah. But, but it was pretty fun. And her
1: husband was a cinematographer. Oh, was he on that movie? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, he did an amazingly beautiful job. Because the way he shot Fire Island yeah. was just like the Tom Bianchi photographs. Yes. That was our big inspiration. Yes. That's so That it was movie. Really, uh, he did an amazing job. Uh, so it was really fun to work with Julie Roberts and she was so nice to me. Yeah. I love that. What was it like when you signed, saw the finished movie? I had not, you know what, I, went, I was in Hawaii working on Jurassic World. Which we gonna have premiere, to talk, talk about. There was a, the premiere, it was in New York and I'm yeah. like, all right, I have to go. Yeah. And my friends were like, you have to go. If I have to fly on a, Flying dinosaur. So they're one non stop flight from Honolulu to yeah. uh, New York every right. day. So I got on that plane and I had had the stomach flu. Uh oh. So, but I, I, I felt fine. I just, you know. Yeah. So I got there. Uh, I, I got there the night before. I went out to dinner with some friends. The, the then the day of the premiere, I went and I was walking in and Joe Mantello said, oh my God, have you seen it? I'm like, no, I haven't seen it. He said, oh. <laughs> That's scary. Because yeah. that look, you don't know what that means. Well, he met you're, you know, you're going to cry. away. Yeah. And at the Ziegfeld Theater with, uh, you know, I don't know how many people it holds going to see that. It was, I mean, I just sat in my chair for a while before going to the party and you know, sort of sobbed a lot.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, and then you fl- had to fly right out. And I had to
1: fly out the next morning. And you're like Cinderella. <sighs> I hadn't eaten anything all day because of my stomach thing. Right. And I had one drink and I think I got kind of drunk. <laughs> from my one drink and I almost missed my flight the next morning. Wow. You tore it up. Yeah, but I did. I mean, I, was, yeah. I felt perfectly fine, but then walking home saying, God, I'm dizzy.
0: Yeah. That's great. It's so great it that it was
1: this uh, made I something that that, for a world. Yeah. And there was a, a a friend of mine I saw that was on the guest list that was coming, and I didn't see him there. And I and I saw somebody that you know a mutual friend. I said, "Oh, did he come?" He said he just decided he couldn't see it with a, a lot of people. It was too, too it was intense. Too intense. He
0: had lived through it all. Oh my god. So yeah, just to work to meet
1: Larry Kramer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so amazing. Um, Saving Mr. Banks, beautiful, beautiful movie. What's what was it like to work with Emma Thompson? Uh, I she cracks me up. Body can work with Emma Thompson because
1: I had this idea of what she would be. Yeah, and she was better than that. Yeah, the fitting was so much fun with her. The clothes were amazing. I. Oh my God, our fittings were so much fun. Yeah. Because at the first, after the first fitting, we had, and the director came and he, it was just so much fun. There was some comments that, oh, she looks too good. And she's like, oh, it's just because I'm posing in the pictures. She said, now I'm going to schmomp.
0: Yeah. And. She, she knew what she was doing. Yeah.
1: Fantastic.
0: And funny. And you've worked with Tom Hanks quite a bit. I've worked with Tom Hanks I quite hear he's again. a huge dick. I'm kidding. He's, he's probably the nicest he's guy. He's the nicest yeah. person. And you know what?
1: He says this thing I, I heard him say in an interview. Which he is? Said, Everybody says you're so nice. He said, I get paid a lot of money. People do whatever I ask when I want a movie." said, how
0: hard is it for me to be nice? <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. But I'm sure you've seen difficult behavior I before. I have to say, I, I have... Most of the actors i worked
1: with, almost all of the actors, I don't think i would really worked with an actor that was a horrible person. Yeah. Uh, and the people that I would say that I hated working with are the people that have three lines in a movie. Really? And yeah, they're usually, because they're usually kind of bitter. Yeah. That, Ugh, I'm in this big movie, but I have two lines.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna Ugh.
1: make your life a living hell.
0: <laughs> are there? Do you have a Do you have a life's too short list of of people you wouldn't work with again? You don't have to say who, but uh, are, it seems like you work with the same people over again if you can. Uh,
1: yeah, I've been very lucky. I work with the same people.
0: Yeah, all the time. Yeah, so that's good. It's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Now, what is your, do you have, like, a storage room with a lot of stuff in it, or do you... No. Like... No, I
1: I save a lot of jewelry. Yeah. Uh, because it's easy, and I have a couple of favorite things, but no, I, I don't. You you leave it at work. You don't yeah, have a... no, I, yeah. I don't have
0: time for that. That's good, but though. But it's always different, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was second. so lucky that I had these 80s clothes in my garage. Yeah, you just happen to. Yeah. And they fit them. Did you have to alter them much for... No,
1: we. I found this pair for Taylor Kitsch. Uh, of these I bet un- you did. <laughs> un- unworn Calvin Klein's from the 80s with the tag still on. Oh my God. And we put them on him, and he's like, there's not enough room in,
0: in the front because and- they really go there. And so we went in and sort of
1: let them out enough, and the next time he came in, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Now I can wear them.
0: Wow, that's and he amazing. amazing in those albums. I, know, I was- wish. Is there something that you wish would come back just because you like? I wish tight pants would come back. I mean, they kind of have, but yeah. like not in the same way. Well, it's funny. I like shorter shorts where you see a lot of thigh. Uh-huh. Just as a oh, yeah. just as a person or just in the sort of world. Early 80s. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: we, you know what? It was funny because putting the boys in the five hundred ones where they have that really high waist. Yeah.
0: Um, at the at first they were like, oh. and then they were like, they're kind of sexy, and they it's, are kind of sexy. Yeah, it is. Is there a kind of movie that you haven't done yet that you would love to do? Yeah, of course. I, there's a, a million kind of movies
1: I'd still like to do. I'd love to do a musical. Yeah. I'd love to do that kind of a, yeah. a movie.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because Down with Love had elements of it. It yeah. feels kind of like it was, but yeah. it wasn't. But it had that sort of fun energy to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, how you worked on Jurassic World. Who's yes. directing that? A young director named
1: Colin Trevorrow. And what has he done before? He did a movie called Safety Not Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. That's so,
0: wow. Good and for him. And gave
1: him this movie, and I literally would show him a sketch or fitting photos, and he approved them, and I never heard a peep Yeah. From anybody else. Yeah. And we did a screen test, and we made little notes, but uh, he did an amazing job. What's it like to make a Jurassic movie? It was really fun. We had extras that came to be in that movie that had no interest in being paid. They just wanted to be part of they it. They just, like, it was my favorite. I was like, there's one guy I was, like, talking to, he's a doctor. And he's like, I figured I could take two weeks off and be in my favorite movie of all time. Wow. I mean, I hope they paid them, but no, we didn't. I mean, there was yeah. like there was this couple that came in and she had this Chanel handbag and it was like the fancy people coming to the thing, and there was the line with the you know because we had eight hundred extras, they yeah. And they're like, what's do we have to get on that line? I'm like, oh yeah, if you want to get paid, they're like, oh yeah, we don't care.
0: Oh, I see. They could they would have paid them, but they, yeah. they they opted not to. Yeah. Um, who's in it? I forget. Chris Pratt. Oh, he's yummy. He and he is. Delightful, also delightful, and sweet,
1: and fun. Talk about having a crush on one of your actors. Yeah, uh, really yeah. great. And yeah. you know when he's become this megastar. Yeah, and when you worked with him, had Guardians gone? No, up yet? Okay. No. Matter of fact, just the last week of shooting, he had a little screening of it. Yeah. Because it still hadn't come out yet, and I couldn't even go. Um, oh,
0: that's so wild! But a lot of crew people did and stuff like uh, that. Yeah, because it was a yeah. small. Uh, yeah, so um, we were working; we couldn't go. So, it was Chris Pratt and who else you got in that movie? Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. Who I had dressed as a little girl. I'm sure, She worked Apollo with Ron 13. Howard.
1: A, in which film? Apollo thirteen. She was wow. like in the stands. Wow. At the at the launch, so so it was fun to see her again. Yeah. Did she
0: remember you from that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen You've her. You've worked with Ron so many yeah. times. Yeah, and I've seen her on the set. Yeah. I love that. Now, where was Jurassic World shot? Was it Hawaii? Hawaii and Atlanta. Wow. Uh, Hawaii and New Orleans. Wow. What, they what did they tell? What's what been public
1: about the story? Can you say anything uh, about what happened? No, the trailer just came out of oh, the okay. uh, uh, Super Bowl.
0: Okay. So, stuff's out there. I had to watch it just so I could see the trailer. Yeah. Um, Is it one of those movies where people wear the same thing the whole movie? Yeah, it all takes place in, you know, 24 hours. So, you need, like, like 20 versions of that time. Oh, yeah. in All states of distress. does, Does the fact that it's that kind of movie turn you off or turn you on or yeah, it is it a factor it was it was kind of fun I was like first thinking oh
1: what could I do and it was fun because we got to des- we had to design all the uniforms yeah the park employees yeah uh, and then there are these different kinds of uh, uh, troopers that come in so it was kind of fun and it yeah. was a great design exercise for me something I hadn't done before yeah and that's what sure. always makes something interesting yeah it keeps it fresh yeah wow and right from there I stayed in 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 uh, New Orleans and did this movie that from this huge budget yes Jurassic World to this teeny budget of this movie called Trumbo I was
0: reading about it it's a
1: blacklist movie yes yeah, and I'm Dr. fascinated Trumbo. with the blacklist era well, I you know I, I read Robert Vaughn wrote a book in like the late 70s you know yeah. Man from Uncle about the blacklist that I had read so uh, so I've always sort of been fascinated by it and who's in this movie Trumbo oh it's Dalton Trumbo is being played by um, Brian Cranston. Oh, fantastic! And yeah, and it's huge and on this very small
0: budget. I mean, it takes it starts in nineteen forty seven and goes through nineteen seventy. Now, do you find when you're shooting somewhere like New Orleans or Atlanta or um, places that they don't have the period costumes? They don't have any period. So you costumes. have to. We did it mostly here.
1: Okay. Or prepped, prepped, prepped here. here, and then yeah, and then shipped. You know, a truckload of clothes. Yeah you know the the amount that we could afford but it's a great cast because then we have Diane Lane Places Wine she's
0: fantastic Fantastic. I've interviewed her a few times
1: I didn't know that she was I mean I loved her since A Little Romance when she was a little girl but she was in this most incredible theater production I'd ever seen of The Cherry Orchard when she was a kid when she was a kid and Meryl Streep has a small
0: part in in this production have you worked with Meryl Streep no never no it's gonna happen soon I have a feeling about that.
1: Yeah, you never know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it will. Um, You did Julianne Moore, Sarah Palin, in Game Change. You got to do all the the Sarah Palin power suits and stuff. What was that like? It was, you know what, that show
1: was such a gift uh, to work on it was I never had so much fun on a show and you would never think that right but working with Jay Roach who is right phenomenal and Danny Strong you know who now just created Empire. Empire talk about fun clothes talk about the smartest
0: guy in the room
1: yeah I mean I could just listen to Danny Strong talk all day because he is the funniest wittiest and knows everything about politics
0: yeah and he was an actor yeah so,
1: so how did Buffy he... the Vampire Slayer? Oh, he was on that show? He was on that show. And he was, and it was so funny because we went out one night for drinks and we were in Baltimore <laughs> and we go to this little bar and Woody Harrelson comes in and people are like wild for Woody Harrelson and everybody. Yeah. And then we're sitting there you know, just talking while he's trying to fend off all yeah. these people. And these three girls and this one gay boy come up to Danny and like, oh
0: my God, I can't believe
1: and they're calling him this character name from Buffy oh those and
0: Buffy fans are hardcore I mean yeah like tearing they were crying yeah. Yeah. and he looks at me and goes you didn't know I had groupies too that's so funny yeah did you like speaking of Empire would you ever want to work on something just that's high camp that's yeah, going well, for it that would be a blast well, I, right you know yeah I just watched the Oscar the other night oh my god yeah what, when you were growing up, did you think you might go into this? Or I what always was the wanted to be a theater designer. Yeah. I always wanted to design sets and costumes
1: from a really small age. Isn't that weird? No, I it's wonderful. I used to and, and, and,
0: uh, and draw little sets for television shows. And- so you were interested in the physical, like the sets and the costumes. Yes. Did, yeah. you, draw, did you draw pictures of costumes? Do you have oh, old yeah. drawings of...
1: I don't have any of that stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I used to. Con- I was always drawing. Yeah. And Who so- were your favorite stars to sort of imagine?
1: Well, you know, I like I like them all.
0: Yeah, no. they're so glamorous and yeah. fabulous. Yeah. And then you worked. What was your first sort of entry into the to, to this world? The Bob Mackie job.
1: Uh, well, I you know I went to theater school and I lived in New York for a short period and worked for public television with a group of friends. Right. And we did everything on like these very low budget.
0: That must have been a fun time, though.
1: It was really fun. I mean, literally, I think we got paid $100 a week. Yeah. And we would do scenery, props, and costumes.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then But we, you were together making a show. Yeah, oh, and, it fun. Fun. and it was fun. And
1: with, like, two of my best friends from college working for this one production designer. And then we would just do sets on two other projects. And then the, the three of us moved to Los Angeles together. Yeah, so you come out here. We come out here, and by a fluke, I get this job my first day. Like, I get this job from a friend who's working on this Las Vegas show. Can can you come in and do help us do, we're doing this crafts project with this big Las Vegas show, and we're way behind in just two days because we have a big deadline. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. He said, please. So I went in, and I was literally linking plastic discs together to make G-strings, for women, for women, okay. for this uh, Las Vegas show, a uh, Jubilee. Okay. Which is still, running.
0: yeah, it's been there forever.
1: It's fun. Have you ever seen it? No, but I would love that. It's, I love that stuff. I mean, it's much
0: smaller than yeah. it was because there used to be like 130 people in the cast. Yeah, now it's kind of like two people. No, no,
1: it's still pretty. <laughs> it's still still pretty spectacular. Yeah. So I said, "All right." So I came back the second day, and then they're like, "Oh well, you finished. Can you do something else?" And I stayed, and I and uh, this is. Well,
0: um, go ahead if you. No, you don't no, have no. to say it if
1: you don't want to. No, no. Starstruck. My first day there, we're sitting there and literally. On this, this is your first day. My first day, and we're sitting there making these little uh, g strings, right? And I have this little diagram, and it, they were so busy that we were in sort of the lobby, off to the side on this table, and there were like five of us sitting there doing this, and in walks Joan Rivers. Oh my God! Fit in, and she. You turn right to go to the fitting room and we were to the left. She walked in, came over, asked us what we were doing, told us a few jokes... And then went into her fitting. And I'm like, Was wow. this at Bob
0: Mackie's? Yeah. Place? So this, the Jubilee this was, thing was part of Mackie yes. Enterprises. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. Part of his, it was called Elizabeth, it's still called Elizabeth Courtney Costumes. It was right wow. across the street from the Pacific Design
0: Center. So it's your first day working in the Bob Mackie world. Joan Rivers breezes in and yes. tells you some jokes. Were yes. you just like, whoa. It was crazy. Yeah.
1: It was crazy. When I first moved here with my two friends, we got this fantastic apartment, uh, from two gay men who had moved to Los Angeles fifty years before, right, or forty years before or something, uh, and they really liked us, and they let us move in with no security deposit and half the first month 's rent were your friends' guys, girls two guys, yeah, and they were a couple okay, from college, right on uh, and so we lived there, and we we would see people out on the street like celebrities, so we had this big poster on our refrigerator and we'd write every every day we'd write who we
0: saw who do you remember seeing from those days? Uh, I almost was run over by Robert Redford. <laughs> I think that might be the head of the, the title of this podcast.
1: Uh, yeah. How? Where did that happen? I was jaywalking in Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah. And I like was not paying attention, and I was walking, and this car beeps their horn because they like slam on the brake, and okay. I'm like walking there, and I'm like, oh my god, and then I'm like, oh my god, it's Robert Redford.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I know, wouldn't that have been amazing if yeah. I'd been killed by Robert Redford? I know, wow. That would have, what a way to go, you know? So, uh, So you would see these stars. Yes, so then when I got this job working at Elizabeth
1: Courtney, every day I could write down ten people, and my my roommates got so mad they just tore it up and threw it out.
0: Oh my gosh, it's not fair. So you were working there, but they weren't. No. Um, and and when, when did you go from I'm just doing two days here to I'm going to work here? Well, here, literally...
1: Maybe a week later, yeah. uh, the head of the shop said, oh my God, Bob Mackey's stuff upstairs is a mess and the shopper that we have, uh, can't, I keep asking, you have to go up and organize it because Bob's furious. And Bob hadn't even been there at all. I hadn't seen him. You hadn't met him yet. No, no, no. He was on vacation. Yeah. Uh, so I went up and organized all of his stuff. While he was trims, gone, and you haven't even met him yet. Trims and stuff. It wasn't in his office. It was upstairs. Sure. Where he keeps all his samples and trims. So I organized and labeled all the boxes and da-da-da. So I'm like, okay. And Johnny was like the man who ran the shop, this little Latin spitfire. Right. Um, he said, okay, great. So I was doing it. And then like a week later, Bob Maggie comes up to me and goes, are you the guy that cleaned up my... Stuff. I'm like, yeah. He said, oh, my God, you did a great job. Thank you so much. Who are you?
0: And the next thing you know, you're working there. And
1: then he said, you know, I'm looking for a new assistant. Where are you from? What is your story? He said, oh, do you have a portfolio? I'm like, "Uh, yeah. Uh, He said, well, I'd like to see it. So the next day I come in and I didn't, you know, I hadn't worked on my portfolio. And I came in and he said, oh, did you bring your portfolio in? And I'm like, oh, no. He's like, looks at me like, so? Yeah. So the next day I brought it in and he was so honest because he looked at it and said, oh, this is really good. He said, this is terrible. Don't show this to anybody. Yeah. And he said, I might be doing this movie. My longtime assistant is leaving to work on his own. Uh, Would you be interested? Are you in the union? No. Were you in the union? Nope. Uh, Do you have a car? No. Oh, all right. Well, let's see what happens. And a few weeks later... His partner says, Bob would like you to be his assistant. He's doing this movie, Pennies from Heaven.
0: Oh, my God. Bernadette Peter, Steve With, Martin. Yeah. I'm like, you're, and they want you to get the job. And they
1: got me in the union.
0: Was it was it, was it hard? Did they have to pull oh, some Oh, it was strings? really hard. That- they
1: kept saying, no, no, no. The union was controlled at that time by, the costume design, by this one woman, Sheila O'Brien. And, um... And so... And they knew her for years. Right. And she was like, no, there are too many assistants out of work. Right. There were literally 100 people in the union. Yeah. Maybe not even. Right. And uh, finally, the woman who ran the office at Bob Mackie's who was an old friend of hers and was Marilyn Monroe's dresser.
0: Oh, my God. And Shirley
1: MacLaine's dresser and Catherine Hepburn's dresser. Yeah. Calls her up and says, listen, this is who Bob wants, so just shut up and get him in. Wow. He really went to bat for you. Yeah, amazing. With no experience at all. He just saw something in you. Uh,
0: you can I, make a hell of a label. <laughs> yeah, it was That's like awesome. weird
1: because I was very inexperienced about working on a movie like that.
0: What do you remember about working on Pennies from Heaven? Uh, amazing. I mean, it was huge. I can't remember who directed it. Herbert Ross. Oh, right, right, right. He did all those wonderful movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, oh, and the, my first day when we fin- finally start, Bob quits. Bob quits the 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 movie. So are you still left there? Um, No, I'm like, we have no job. I'm like, I just paid all this money to join this union (laughs) that I don't have. And they're like, oh, don't. And then, of course, uh, Herbert's wife called Bob and they made up. They They made up and it was back on. Yeah.
0: Wow. That (laughs) Holy shit. But talk about a glamorous musical. Oh, my God. Like, incredible. Yeah, well, amazing.
1: It was so much fun to work on, and yeah. I mean, Fred Astaire came to the set. Oh, my God.
0: So... No wonder your, Bob addressed Fred Astaire on no, all this TV No wonder specials. your roommates tore up the sign yeah, of all the stars. You were yeah. meeting everybody. Yeah, it was... It, yeah. So, you're Bob Mackey's play. Cher must have been in the mix. Cher was in the mix. Carol Burnett was in the mix. What was Cher like when she would come in for fitness? Cher was the one person that I didn't spend a lot yeah. of time with
1: because she had a bunch of people that worked yeah. for her. So, I would always step away from that. Yeah. Uh, just because there was plenty of yeah. other stuff to do.
0: Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett, uh, yeah. John Rivers, uh, Rosemary Clooney, Joan Rivers, Ethel Merman. Uh, what did you Angela learn? Lansbury? Yeah, all the divas. All the divas. What did you learn from working with Bob Mackie? Oh, I learned so much from he and his partner Ray Aguilar, who Yeah. who was the first costume designer who I had never noticed his name. Uh, when I was a kid. Right. You remember it on the screen. Because he designed Doris Day movies. Oh, okay. Perfect. And Judy Garland. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I learned so much about how to fit somebody, how to deal with an actress in uh, the room, how to make them feel comfortable, what their figure, how to make a dress. Because it's about, he's gla- about glamour and yes, big yes. And spectacle. Yeah. You know, he's his not known for like subtle. Yeah. And I would say stuff. our sensibilities are not the same, yeah. but there are so much that I learned uh, yeah. about how to, you know, construction of clothes. Getting I mean, sequins in weird places. Absolutely. Ordering sequins or, from Paris when you have to get up at 3 o'clock in the yeah. morning to call them.
0: Oh, I meant like up in your yeah, body yeah. or stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Like where to se- cover. Yeah. What, you know, little
1: tricks. Yeah. So nude, much, how
0: to use nude.
1: How, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's he like his personality? About he that? is a workaholic. Really? Yes. We worked, worked, worked. I worked six days a week almost all the time and many seven day weeks. And if I would leave like at eight o'clock at night, they'd be like, Oh, half day. <laughs> when did you leave it? When were you able to leave I worked there? for him for eight and a half years. Yeah. Uh, and then I left. I gave six months' notice. Um, I think that's reasonable. It was very reasonable, <laughs> and I went out on my own. My friends had had an intervention. They yeah. came over and said, "We never see you. You should be doing
0: your own stuff. It's time for you to leave." So when you went out on your own, you were hoping to costume design movies, TV. What did you know? Like, what was that time like? like?
1: Starting over
0: was it, it really scary? Was, like,
1: starting over? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. My friends got me this job right away. My two friends that I had moved here with. Yeah. Uh, they were doing scenery for David Copperfield the magician. Oh wow T V specials and then his
0: tour and they got me the job doing his costumes. But that's another special skill because there 'cause there's gotta be oh, you gotta be able yeah. to do magic. You gotta oh, have yeah. pockets and pockets
1: and he gives none of his secrets away, so I would be and they'd be like, This doesn't work. I'm <laughs> like, why? And then the system a like
0: this is be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you don't know what I need a I need a hole here for some reason, but you're yeah. not gonna know but like, but you can't know.
1: So, so you kind of have to get
0: So I did his TV special. Uh, and I won an Emmy. Damn right. Where is it? Uh, it's in the other room. I love it. You're like the third Emmy winner I've interviewed. Oh, and really? the other two people have broken Emmys. Is your intact? No, mine's intact. See, there you go. Uh, but it
1: was, I never it was like such a shock that I got nominated. Yeah. And my mother was like, oh my God, I'm coming. I'm like, don't come. I'm not going to win. Yeah. Don't come. And then I won and I called her and she's like, you said you weren't going to (laughs) win. She was furious. (laughs) And, but here's my funny story about that. They used to have these things for the Emmys. It was called a blue ribbon panel. Yeah. And you would go and look at the nominees and you'd have to go to the Beverly Hilton and spend the day looking at all the shows. Oh, wow. Five shows. And, I I really never expected to win uh, because there were maybe 15 Mm -hmm. costumes in the whole TV show. Did you go... Are you part of that panel? Did you go and watch? Uh, No, no, no. Because you can't be on the panel. Oh, yeah, you were a nominee. Okay. Uh, I had done a panel probably after that. Right. And... It, was, it took all day. Wow. It was a mini-series or motion picture for television. Oh, so my God. we were God. there, I think it was, we had 11 hours of television to watch. Wow. That's incredible. And I think we voted for the shortest one. <laughs> uh, but, so I won this Emmy and six months, maybe six months later, I bumped into this older costume person and he said, oh, hey, you won the Emmy. Congratulations. I'm like, yeah, I was really shocked. He said, I was on the panel. I'm like, oh, Really? And he's like, "Yeah, we hated yours the least."
0: <laughs> oh wow! Ouch! Right. I thought it was hilarious. That, that was pretty funny. Um, what was the first feature you got as your, as your as a solo? Uh, well, then I worked designer?
1: for an I, I worked for a costume designer as yeah. a, her assistant for a while, right. And then I got uh, and then I would get associate designer credit. And yeah. Then we co designed a movie together, nice. uh, called The Fan. Was
0: that Lauren Bacall? No, no, not that
1: one. Okay. This is Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Oh, wow. All right. Tony Scott movie. Okay, cool. Uh, which led me to meet Robert De Niro, and then he produced these things in New York that I did. So Are I very lucky. Because people
0: that like, yeah, if he likes you, then he'll yeah. use you again. Yeah, Joel
1: Schumacher hired me because Robert
0: De Niro recommended me right. for Flawless, and he said, oh, if Bob likes you, I like you. That's awesome. Joel Schumacher, Schumacher is a character. Like, I know as a journalist, he's, like, the king of the soundbite, and oh, he's awesome. hilarious. Yeah. And he has the best stories,
1: and he's so much fun, and he's really kind.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you, have you ever kept a souvenir from a job? Yes, all the time. Like, what are your favorite souvenirs? Oh, God. Hmm. I have my chocolate bar, my uh,
1: Down With Love chocolate bar. Really? I love that. Was, was that a prop in the thing, or yeah. was it, like, a souvenir? Yeah, they come out with a Down With Love chocolate oh, bar. Oh, Right. And you guys, so keep on. one of those. Oh, and I have the uh, I have the invitation to the premiere of Mary Poppins. Wow! And the ticket and all of that stuff. The prop man gave me a little. Do you them have them stashed
0: off. away, or are they out stashed somewhere? Away. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. a Hershey bar might be. Here. We'll take a picture of it after we're done. If it's if you have it. Yes. Um, look at that! All right, we have the. We're going to take a picture of the downward love chocolate bar. Look at that font! Oh man, I love that. I was in a thrift store yesterday, and that the full framed poster of it. If you want a full framed poster of "Down with Love," for no for no money. Um, So, how has technology changed what you do? Because I just find day to day, I'm always taking pictures with my iPhone of like things I want. Like it must be, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: I can be in a store and take a picture of it, and then if I decide on it, send somebody to go buy it. Yeah, I can. uh, I can. You know, have a picture and show somebody. This is what I want. This is what I. It's uh, it's amazing. You
0: use it all all
1: all All, the time in all kinds of different ways. Every day, I love it. And research has become amazing because you can just look something up immediately. Yeah, while you're sitting there.
0: Oh look, the cast so and so. Who's that? Oh look, oh they're cute. I know. I like that. You're on the set. You're looking for clothes stuff. Are you ever just drawn into the acting and the story? Do you ever just like... Oh, well, absolutely. Are you more likely to look at the monitor or the set? Uh, I
1: go back and forth.
0: Yeah. I go back and forth. I have to say I look at the monitor a lot. Yeah, because that's what people are going to yeah. see. and I put my glasses on so I can look like... So sketch. you're looking at it. Have you ever just been crying because of a scene or laughing because of a scene or just so... Yeah, I'm sure. All, all the time. I... I
1: broke up a couple of times, and people yelled at me. You got in trouble. Do
0: you remember what movie it was? I'm trying to think. What did I?
1: God, what did I laugh at? I my my the what campaign. I... That was a funny movie. That was a really funny movie. But I my costume made uh, Will Ferrell break up. In what movie? In in the campaign. Um, he has a scene where um where um um. um is it Zach Galifianakis? Zach Galifianakis yes. comes out in his hunting outfit with yeah. um, with um, with Dylan McDermott in his black outfit. And they got out there and he hadn't seen because they'd rehearsed the scene before they'd gone yeah. to wardrobe. And they came out in the thing and, and, and Will Ferrell just burst into hysterics when he saw him get out of the car in his... Hunting gear. and what he looked like. And what he looked like. He really fell down laughing.
0: That must have been like. Oh, that makes you feel. Yeah, good that's funny. it's funny. it. Works. Yeah. Well, then everybody's looking at you yeah. like, hey. Yeah. We want to go home. Oh, I want to go back to Game Change a little bit. What was it like to design Sarah Palin's clothes? And did you look at a lot of news footage? And... We looked at so much footage because because Julianne wanted it to be exact. It's such a it's such a risk for an actor to do a role like that. You better wow. nail it. Wow. Yeah. You better nail it she was so um, good too she was
1: so good at, but Woody Harrelson was so good in that yeah. movie and Ed Harris was so good in that movie yeah and Sarah pa- uh, Paulson was so good in that oh, movie yeah and my scary my horrible thing is I found out I'm born on the same day as Sarah Palin wow the exact same
0: day no no not no, the same yeah. day yeah wow well there you go Mm, nice we're, we're exactly alike but so you guys looked at everything together and oh figured yeah it out. yeah and we made a chart
1: for her and her trailer yeah. so she could see what she was wearing when because yeah. some things have to
0: match exactly
1: because we used a lot of uh, stock footage yeah
0: do actors ever ask for like little secret can i have a pocket in here so i can keep my phone or i don't know this like little things that are not have have nothing to do with the story that uh, are, like, comfort not that things. I can, or, not that I can yeah.
1: remember.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, most
1: of the time, if, you know, if they're, if they're shooting from the knees above, they're yeah. not wearing their shoes. Yeah.
0: They don't like to, yeah. yeah. I love it. Especially Julianne. Yeah. She likes... She to, had to
1: wear these really horrible red shoes that matched exactly... For um, Sarah Palin. For Sarah Palin. And she literally would walk <laughs> into the scene... And she and she would step right out of the shoes, yeah, and then walk to do it again, and she'd carry the shoes back, She's back with her
0: because they hurt so much. Oh my goodness, I can't imagine wearing high heels and all that stuff. Um, let me see what else I have in here. Um, do you say? want to hear my
1: first day of working on on um, my worst moment? Yes, my first day of working on. Um, um, Pennies from Heaven with Bob Mackey. We're going to meet the director. I'm driving him in his car because I don't have a car. Right. And we get halfway there to uh, Sony when it was still MGM. And he's like, So when we showed the sketches, and I looked at him and said, So, oh, was I supposed to bring the sketches? <gasps> oh, no. And he looked at me and was like, Turn around. Yeah. And, and now tell me why I'm not firing
0: you. Oh, my God. <laughs> So you went and got the sketches, and you made it back in time. Yes, and I said, and he said, "What? Why?" And I said, "Because I'll never ever do that again." Yeah. There you go. Do you like sketching? Are you into I the sketching? I do like sketching. I get out of the habit of it, so it's 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 hard then to get back in. So you don't do it on every movie, no. Because I remember looking up online about you. There was some uh-huh. of the Saving Mr. Banks stuff. Uh, Did you yeah. do sketches for that movie? Yes. Yeah.
1: But most of the time, after the fittings.
0: Yeah. Just for reference. For just reference for... and just
1: to have because they want them. Yeah, yeah. And they use it to yeah. sort of... And uh, on uh, Jurassic World, I, I hired a sketch artist for the first time.
2: Oh, that's just nice. Just because there's
1: so much to do. Yeah. And we, and we actually had very little prep time.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. And then you're head of the, de- and you're also head of a department. So you yeah. have to be managerial. You have to Absolutely. keep track of everybody. You and- know, you
1: usually have a costume supervisor who handles the nuts and bolts yeah. of hiring the crew every day and making sure that they're all there on time. And right. So you,
0: you can I sort of think that. creatively. All right. You picked a couple questions okay. from the observation deck. Um, worst job you ever had? Well, it wasn't the, it was the worst day on
1: my first job ever. We weren't being paid money. Right, and we were doing this mini, this movie of an opera for public television, The Human Voice, which is a one-character opera. Yeah, and we um, were shooting out on Long Island on the beach, and this German opera singer, who we had done the sets, costumes, props, and she's there standing, and she calls me over, and I run over behind, you know, in front of the camera, and I run up to her, and she literally. Picks her nose and wipes it off on me.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: and I thought, You're like the booger wrangler of this. set. And i like, this is my first job. Is this the way my life is going to be? Oh, my God. Getting like, a, you know, a handkerchief. That's all she did. Uh-huh. And said, thank you, darling.
0: Booger on those? Wow. Wow. That's some craziness. That's, so that was, like, like the shocking day. Yeah. That's pretty, that's intense. Um, we talked sort of about the rookie mistakes you might have made on your first job. Yeah, that, that would be the yeah. the um, forgetting this. Wow! And do, do you meet stars all the time. Do you ever get starstruck, or were you ever starstruck? Well, I
1: have to say, I was starstruck that first day with Joan Rivers. Yeah, of course. And then you know, when Lucy came, <gasps> Lucy came to Bob Mackie. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, Rhett Turner, who was a, a a colleague of Bob Mackie's, who started Elizabeth Courtney with him. Did a bunch of Lucy's yeah. clothes, and he had made her dress for the Oscars. Uh, right before she died, she died yeah. like a few months right after that. Wow! Uh, but he had, she had made, she had made, he had made her. I guess a couple years before she got a special Emmy. Yeah. And so she'd come out of the fitting room, and I wasn't in her fitting. And yeah. she's there, you know, getting ready. She goes, "So, so where are the Emmys anyway?" And someone said, "Oh, they're at the Pasadena Civic." And she goes, "Pasadena." I never would have said yes.
0: I never <laughs> had to drive to Pasadena. And she's getting the big honorary, <laughs> the biggest Emmy you can get. She doesn't feel like driving to Pasadena.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. amazing. so,
0: like, funny,
1: Lucy. It, yes. I mean, we just would say that. When anybody said Pasadena, everybody would go, Pasadena! <laughs> that's amazing. Is there a part of your job that's your favorite? Um, I love... I love a lot of my parts. I love the fittings with the actors. Yeah. I really do. I think that's really fun. Uh, I love the big days on a movie. You where know, there's a ton of extras. Where, you-, you know, like when we shot at Disneyland. Yes. Saving Mr. Banks. It was, you know, that was like the most fun day because we had dressed all the crew people's children and wives and husbands. And they were all there. And they were all there. So it was like, it was almost like a party. Was it like one day? Uh, two yeah. days. Two days. Two days. And we started dressing people at 3 a.m. Oh, my God. Uh, and, but it was so much fun. And like the crew members were like, oh, my God, this is just like my first time that I ever came to Disneyland with my folks. Oh, my God. So it was really, really
0: a fun day. Now, you must be there. The, you must be one of the first people to get there and the last to leave, right? Yes. Does Does my it crew usually your at ass? the last. Oh, yeah. I mean, in Morocco
1: on Tyrant. We worked a 26-hour day. Oh, my God. And I
0: literally sat down at lunch. Wow. You must just have incredible stamina and just, do you, at the end of a production, do you just die? Yeah.
1: Yeah, usually.
0: Yes. Yes. That's when everybody gets sick. Right. You know, the week that
1: they're off, the first week that they're off, everybody is like, oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick.
0: Have you ever had a period where you didn't know what your next thing was and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely and how what was the longest one of those and, and, uh, when, when I ever freaked my house, out I didn't work for six months after you bought I your house I closed on
1: my house and I didn't work for six months every job that I had fell through like oh it's not happening yeah
0: wow were you freaked out of course but you can't you just gotta what do you do you just gotta I just painted have to the house yeah I painted the whole outside of the house by myself wow there you go that gives you something to do every yeah. day how long did it take a month. Wow. To paint the house. Yeah. Wow. There you go. And my ladder and
1: scraping and painting.
0: Yeah. When you were starting out and you were trying to get jobs, yes. you would go in and would you have to have your take on everything or I brought you some sketches or yes. would you really have to sell them? Yes. Yes. And I still
1: have to do that. You yeah. still have to do that. Um, for people that you don't know, I've been lucky that I've been working with a lot of the same people. Yeah. So they, I don't have to interview for the job, but, uh... When I first was going out on my own, and I'd been working as an assistant for a couple of designers after Bob, and the Costume Designers Guild had this seminar, and this very famous costume designer, who's no longer with us, gave up a little seminar on how to go in for an interview, yes. and he gave me, or all of us, the, the tips that immediately started getting me jobs. Like what? He was like... You know, there's this thing about people, like, you shouldn't give them your ideas because then they're going to steal them and not hire you. He said, they're ideas for this movie, so who cares if they steal them? It's not It's not like you can use that idea again. Yeah. Give out the ideas. If they steal them and don't hire you, big deal. Right. And then he said about showing a portfolio, he said, there, you do not have to have pictures of the costume perfect, like, shows the whole thing. You have to have beautiful pictures they're much more interested in a pretty image than seeing the whole costume.
0: I see what you're saying. You know, so if you're showing pictures of your past work, just get kick-ass photographs. Yes. That's more impressive than, oh gosh, I love that collar that you yes. really... Yeah. Yes, yes. That's a
1: close-up of, you know, yeah. you can see the whole, the shoes. And they, just they just want to look at They just want to look at pretty pictures. And it's more of a conversation starter, yeah. the picture, and then you can tell the story about yeah that movie or that project. That's really, really yeah, interesting. Was, and I literally changed my whole portfolio and started getting jobs.
0: That's great. I just got into a, a program that's going to help me do that as a writer, which is interesting, where they're going to give you the how-tos and how to interview. All the, not the, the craft stuff, all yeah. the interpersonal stuff, which I'm really excited about. Because they don't teach you that yeah. stuff. Now, has doing what you do affected the way you see movies when you go to them—are you able no. to just be a fan and just enjoy it? Yeah, I really do. I—I
1: I, uh, unless it's glaring, yeah, or you have a personal vendetta against the costume designer, yeah, uh, that's doing that project or a job you didn't get, right? Uh,
0: but no, I no. the costumes, yes. no. I, you I, just lose yourself in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. That's great. Because I know other people that work in different things, sound guys that are always like yes. listening. You know, it's hard to let it go. I don't
1: remember what show
0: it was, but
1: they would have real people yeah. uh, review movies. And the funniest thing I ever saw was they had welders review Flashdance. Mm. And
0: Amazing. these welders
1: were talking about, that's not how, you, when you can't have the hair hanging out on catch on fire. You know? yeah. And it, was, it made me laugh so hard yeah. that these like welders are like,
0: yeah, you can't do that. Well, she was a welder and a dancer. Yeah. So they should have, it made sense that they but had it, welders doing it. It doing. made me laugh. Now, um, I have a thing for the 70s. I find them very sexy. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Is there a period that you just love, like, that you would have liked to live in, or that you like the clothes, or it's just really... I love the early 60s. Yeah. I, I think that's a really sexy period. The, I think... Uh, like, what are the movies, like, we're thinking of, like, The Rock Hudson Doris Day, or is that, movie? that... I
1: like all of those movies yeah. of that period, and I love... I
0: will...
1: I, um... I love in like Flint, yeah, those kind of movies, those yeah. spy movies, and yeah they're they're fantastic, and I think. The, like the sixties seemed like the last time clothes were really modern. Yeah, that everything was m- like the future. You know, then the seventies became sort of back to nature and yeah. flower power. And you know, and then the eighties were forties, yeah. and the seventies had that forties. You know, Bette Midler in the forties clothes. Yeah, but I think like the sixties
0: was like the most optimistic. Something time. about the spirit of it. Yeah, jet travel jet, and yeah, jet Mad setters. Men and yeah, yeah. yeah. I, went, so, I always go to Banana Republic when they have the Mad Men. Oh, huh Those few pieces. And I I'd always just go to look and they always suck me in. I have to get something. I don't know. Good. I just love it. Good. Yeah. yeah, I love that period. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, let me see what else I have. You've got the, the awards coming up. It's very exciting. Yes. Have you thought about what you would say if you win? Uh, no, because I... No. No, no, no because you haven't. I, no. No, it's good. It's probably
1: superstitious. It's, nice, it's really nice to be nominated. Yeah, for it's sure. It's really nice. To, and for a movie like that, uh, yeah. that meant a lot to me. And it's not a flashy. Yeah. You know, I'm up against all these really flashy shows.
0: Yeah. I'm sure that, that like, what what are the other nominees?
1: Uh, 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 American Horror Story. Okay. Um, Murphy's other project. Right. And the costume designer got me the job. Right. Exactly. This, That's so going to be so awesome. So it's like, yeah, she won the Emmy <laughs> against
0: me. So I was very happy. Yeah. So there you go. You were up for the Emmy. Yes. Yeah. Was it fun to go to the Emmy? It was, was really fun. Was it in Pasadena? Like Lucy would say, no. <laughs> no, it was downtown. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. wild. Well, it's been really, really fun to talk okay, to you. Was it? Yeah, I loved it. It was fantastic. It. It's so impressive what you do. It's really I wonderful. To have a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's great. It's great. So thank you for this, Daniel. Oh, my we'll pleasure. be rooting for you. On the 17 and looking forward to everything you do and Jurassic World and Trumbo and all the other stuff. So awesome. Do you have a website or anything that people do or is it you you're in the you don't do any social media, anything like that? Facebook. You're on Facebook. There you go. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. nice to see you. I know we used we met playing volleyball volleyball with a bunch of uh, WeHo boys. I know. Back in the '90s, yeah, I know that yeah, was, was fun. A, yeah. yeah, it was fun. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I still know guys from that time. Uh, it was awesome. I yeah, it was I a good thing. I see Clark Carlton every once in a while. I more. know. I rent his house in Palm Springs a lot. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's nice. I, I have a place there. Do you? Good yeah. for you. Yeah, do you yeah, go I'm out a lot and hang out? I do. Yeah, I well, do. I, I love it out there. Yeah. Because When you're, I imagine when you're working, it's all consuming, it's all consuming, and then you have it's a it's almost few weeks easier off. going on location because then you're not
1: distracted, yeah. But yeah. I've been on some fun locations where a lot of friends have come to visit, like when I was in London, yes, you know, everybody I knew came, of course, I an extra bedroom. They're like, We're coming.
0: What were you shooting in London? Uh, we shot Da Vinci Code there, oh wow, fantastic, and the beginning of Angels and Demons, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Do you have anything lined up next? You know, uh, I
1: think. I think there's a John Lee Hancock movie that is now finally gonna
0: happen. Down the Pike. Can you say anything more about it? Uh well I guess it's been online. It's it's about the founder of McDonald's. Oh my gosh. Ray Kroc. Yes. And there's like a, there's like a scandal around his whole thing. Yeah, it should be really fun. I cannot wait to see your McDonald's uniforms. <laughs> okay, I think Assuming it's before this... McDonald's uniforms. Yeah. It was before then. Yeah. So it doesn't you don't actually get into... we don't get
1: that far. Wow.
0: All right. But that's amazing. Yeah. So it'll be a You know, the thing. whole
1: story about, do you, do, I'm a huge Patrick Dennis fan. Okay. Uh, you know, who wrote Auntie Maine and, yeah. and all these other books. Some of right. my, my favorite books of all times. Uh, he, his book sort of went out of style, but he still, he gave up writing, left his family and became a butler. And he was Ray Kroc's butler. And that's Ray Kroc so never knew crazy. that he had written Auntie Maine wow isn't that weird
0: so is it was is, is he involved in any way in, in no. the source material no, no, that no. no he didn't write about ray clock or anything no no, no 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 no. that is so random isn't to that? just pack up and go yeah and do it i love it have you ever um liked something that you got for a, a costume so much that you're like i think i'm gonna take this home i like this jacket no no really no that's interesting no i'm, I'm thinking no no you know they're not going to miss this hat. Half. This hat's awesome. No, I like the. I, I, we're not allowed to give the clothes.
1: We used to be able to give all the clothes away. Yeah. Now they're, you know, they have they have people whose their job is to come and check and make sure. Really? Make sure every little thing has been returned. And they come with their list of assets, and they're like, "Where is the pair of cufflinks that were eighty nine dollars?" Right. And you have to like,
0: what? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. Because I know um, the, the actors probably were like, I'll take that. Or, yeah. 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 So it's changed. They used to,
1: actors used to always take their clothes, but now, unless it's in their contract, they are not allowed to have their clothes. Wow. And good. you got to keep an eye on that. They wouldn't let Sandra Bullock have anything from um, The Blind Side. The
0: Blind Side. And she really wanted it to uh, auction. Yeah, of course. There's from all charity. kinds of things, and sometimes things in museums. Have you been to the costume exhibit at LACMA? I have not been there yet. I'm going. I've got to go. On
1: the, uh, Oh, I might have a free ticket.
0: Really? Yeah, I know? have, maybe. I already have two free tickets, but there was one other friend that we were going to invite. Wow, are you sure you're not gonna yeah, Cause
1: cause going, to, yeah. rather, um, going so you to use it? Yeah, because I'm going to another, um, I'm going to the foreign okay. film, uh, I love it. It's a party for the foreign films. I, was I love it. the foreign film committee this year. Really? The Academy. It was so much fun. Oh, you didn't
0: vote for Force Majeure, which is one of my favorites. I have to say, <laughs> your all, mouth drops open. Well, I couldn't believe that it wasn't
1: nominated.
0: Wasn't it great? It was
1: great, and it was like they showed that one right before lunch one of the days. Yeah, and everybody was talking about that movie. You can't have it. It. It's so provocative. It's and everybody was talking about. Do we need that scene on the hill? Do we need what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it, everybody
0: like loved that movie so much. I was, I yeah. was blown away that it didn't. It didn't, it didn't get it didn't make the top five yeah it was so it's so weird. interesting to watch the, the movies yeah, yeah. and, and they're so they're all good how many did you see You we saw all nine all nine awesome. we saw the nine from the shortlisted yeah, yeah 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 so that's so interesting was Wild Tales on it the Argentinian yes, movie and that made it in the top five yeah I'm gonna have you no I'm hopefully seeing it this weekend I it's, love Argentina yeah I'm excited well that's a neat thing to do it was really fun yeah How long, over how long did you watch the movies? Three days, okay. Three a day. Okay, We were in at 10, out by 5.30. Wow, how many people? I think about 15, 20. Wow, awesome. And then
1: there was was a group in New York and London.
0: Yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was really fun to be part of that committee. I love it. This is
0: amazing. I love hearing about what you do. All right, thank you, Daniel Orlandi, and good luck at the awards. Thank you. Bye. My thanks again to Daniel Orlandi, and we're wishing him luck at the Costume Designers Guild Awards, and I hope he wins for Normal Heart. And also, watch for his work in Jurassic World, and Trumbo, and all kinds of future movies he's going to be doing. Okay, so this happened. My friend Tom Store came to visit me from New York, because he was out here for the Grammys, and he's still here, and he leaves tomorrow. Hi, Tom. Hey, Dennis. I love when you come and visit. We're hanging out in the Nook together. And you were at the Grammys. Yeah. You were working with Gloria Gaynor, a nominee, and who also performed at one of the events there. What were your favorite Grammy moments from backstage, behind the scenes?
2: Ah, uh, favorite Grammy moments backstage probably would be chatting it up with John Waters. With John Waters? Yeah, John Waters. Okay. Uh, such a track. What was he doing there? Well, he was actually, um, the competition for Miss Gaynor, he, they both were nominated in Best Spoken Word Album category this year for the 57th Grammys. Okay. So. And who won? Well, a dead comedian took the award home, so. Joan Rivers won. Yeah. Oh Jane my Rivers. goodness. Well, Wow. Little, I know. Little disappointing for the the other for the living people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but all right. All right. Okay. There you go.
2: But it was still fun. Ah, it was an amazing day. It yeah. was a very very long day. It's it's a marathon because you start out in the morning the premiere ceremony happens from 12 noon until 3 and that's where the majority of the awards are actually announced right the shmammies yeah the like sh- the, <laughs> the shmammies but the shmammies it's more so it's like the shmammies plus because it's anymore, the, the plus the telecast they only announced five out of I know. the 80 some categories all the other award categories are announced in a huge gorgeous ceremony at the nokia theater right in the early part of the day that the evening performance is really about, I mean, when that's when I said, the evening performance, I didn't even call it an evening awards show. It's just, it's all about
0: the performances. It's all
2: about the performances. And, all right. But, it was amazing. I mean, and it's also like being in one of those, like, zoo tram rides, because, well, especially in the sense of that I was there working, so you're in a golf cart zooming between the Staples Center and the Nokia Center, and it'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, to your right, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman.
0: Like, you know. if they're right tour guide, they would—they would like they're wild animals it's, on safari. I
2: very much felt that way because you know they're all within, you know, the, you can almost touch them but not exactly. They're right. a few feet away and keep you know, your hands in the cart at all times. Exactly. Yes. Do not approach Mary Jane Bly. She will eat your hand. She might bite. <laughs> um, Smoky Robinson's a little more friendly. He's yeah. in the children's petting sure. section. It's, 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 exactly. It's all you know. Well,
0: what an amazing place to be in, around all those amazing artists. All right. I love when you come to visit. I hope you come back again. And I hope you listeners come back again and listen to Dennis Anyone. In the meantime, check out DennisAnyone.net. And we will see you next time. Bye.